0: November 21st, 2021, the Christmas parade was in full swing. Everyone was in great spirits when suddenly an SUV drove through the crowd in a zigzag pattern, killing six and injuring 62. This is the story of the Waukesha, Wisconsin Christmas parade attack. is Friday, December 23rd, Christmas Eve Eve. I am back with another true crime case and this one is more recent. Um, I am drinking Java Mama Winterberry. This is so good. Um, It is blackberries with a layer of chocolate chips and Of course, I forgot the other flavor, but it's chocolate chips. It's like a berry chocolate. It is so yummy. Oh my gosh! It is winterberry. Um, our new one of our new holiday flavors. Mmm. Okay, Java Mama's air roasted. Never bitter. It is the best coffee. I have a hard time drinking just about anything else. I still like Bones Coffee, and I still like Copper Creek. I think it's that—that's the name of it, but. I still drink those, but Java Mama is my all-time top favorite. I am trying out a new microphone today. It is wireless, so I'm hoping it doesn't pick up any noise from the winter storm we're having. Um, It is um, blowing out here, so there are some noises in the background. I'm hoping that they don't come in because the wind is like hitting the window. So, um, anyway, I wanted to try out this new wireless microphone I got from Amazon, actually at a really cheap price, too. So, I am going to go ahead and start this. My um, sources are a wikipedia, and spectrumnews1.com. I'm not sure, but I think that's up in Milwaukee. But I'm not positive on that. Um, this is the story of the Waukesha Wau- christmas parade that happened last year now i hope i don't get very loud in this but um this is one that really really upset me this upset so many of us and it's just so sad um my gosh this was last year and it was the annual the um, annual 58th parade that was in waukesha wisconsin and um that was, it was on November 21st last year. I was going to look up what Thanksgiving was, and I don't remember now. So, um, what date Thanksgiving was last year. So, um, this was on November 21st, and it it is just so heartbreaking. I, I wasn't going to do it, but I wanted to do something centered around Christmas, and I wanted to do, um, this episode and dedicate it to our, to the victims of this, um, it's really scary. it makes me even scary to do anything it it, just, it really does. I think about this stuff, but last year when the parade they um had the parade, the uh, theme was comfort and joy, and what a wonderful theme that is, um especially you know in wintertime, a lot of people get depressed and comfort and joy is what we need like right now today I'm, I'm trying to stay comfortable in my home where it's warm and um it's you know dark so early and it's just terrible out there but um on this was on again November 21st the parade was in full swing they canceled it the year before because it was 2020 due to covid they had to cancel it so around 4:39 an suv ford escape suv drove through the crowd and um it was driven by a daryl Bro- a man named daryl brooks he drove in a zigzag zigzag fashion trying to kill as many people as he could um 40 miles an hour he was driving breaking through barricades he ignored an officer banging on the hood of the car to get him to stop not to mention an officer fired a gunshot to the, at the car in an attempt to stop him. Um, I did not read how he stopped. I don't know if he just, I think he kept going because he got away, but he kept going. I'm jumping ahead, sorry. I didn't mean to do that, but, oh, my gosh. People said he was calm, really calm, while he was targeting the crowd, while he was going through this crowd hitting people. He was calm. He drove through the the dancing grannies um, he drove through so many people i I cannot imagine seeing this happen. This would be so traumatic. I would have flashbacks if I was even seeing it like if i wasn't even hit and I was seeing it, this would be the i I, I can just imagine these policemen seeing this stuff um Daryl Brooks was 39 years old. He was born in Milwaukee, February of 1982. I don't want to really talk about him that much, but I have to because it's part of this. exact. I mean, it's the whole reason this happened. Um, he had an extensive criminal record going back to 1999, number one. Why was he out? I don't know. But anyway, um, after he did this, after he drove through the crowd... He uh, was somewhere, I'm not sure exactly what area he was in, had to been close by, but he told some resident that he was homeless. Of course, he couldn't drive his car anymore, and there were photos online, uh, and the car was smashed. The whole hood was smashed in. Um, I don't know exactly where he left the car, but he was homeless. He told this resident, he was walking down the road and said he was homeless, and um, he asked to make a call to call an Uber. So the person let him in the house, not knowing who he was, and he even gave him a sandwich and let him borrow a jacket um, to keep warm. And um, while he was there at the house, the police arrived. So someone saw him. I don't know if somebody saw him going in the house. I don't know if the guy, I don't think the guy called the police Um, or if he actually did call an Uber. I'm not sure what exactly how all this went down. But the police arrived and he, and then that's when the resident of the house told told Brooks to leave. So as he was out on the porch, he surrendered to police. They were yelling at him, to get down, get down. He put his hands up got down. He surrendered to police with no problem. Now, prior to the parade attack, right before it, he was fleeing from a d- domestic disturbance. Um, he was not being chased by anyone when he drove into the parade to start his mass murder. He was just... Um, He was just mad, upset, triggered somehow, and took off from the domestic disturbance and just started driving through the parade, trying to kill as many people as he could. Now, this is the thing. He had been arrested three weeks before this happened for hitting his ex-girlfriend and ramming her with the same car, the same SUV, when they were at a gas station in Milwaukee. Um, He was released on bail two days. Two days. Days before this parade attack. He also had a warrant for statutory rape in Nevada. Um, It was issued in 2016. He impregnated a 15-year-old girl 10 years earlier in 2006, and he was sentenced 12 to 36 months. Um, He has had many, many, many other crimes through the years, and this guy is out and able to kill again. Um, On... uh, The trial comes up on February of this year, 2022. He pled not guilty to all charges and he represented himself. Oh my gosh. Now, he represented himself, but he was removed many times during this trial because he would back talk to the judge, have outbursts, and would just glare at her. Now, if you are um, representing yourself, you think you'd be on your best behavior, so he was removed many times. He was sentenced just this last month on the 16th of November. Six life sentences for the six victims he killed. 61 counts for reckless endangerment. And he was he has been confined for life. And that is 762 years. That's his sentence. So he's, he's, he's in there. He's in there. But um, there's no excuse for this. There is no excuse for any of this driving a car through a Christmas parade when Christmas is supposed to be the time, like it says, comfort and joy, happiness, peace. Um, why, why would somebody do this? And it has me so angry because it makes you scared to do anything. It made, makes me scared to even go to a parade now or go to any type of event um, that's outside or even inside really. Um, you know, we recall the movie theater in Colorado that scared me to death about going to the movie theater. So we have all these people that are just wanting to kill all these people uh, at once, like for no reason. It makes no sense. It just makes no freaking sense, and it just really upsets me. But okay, <laughs> I mean, I just don't understand it. But I wanted to dedicate this episode to our victims, and our victims are the six people who were run down, innocent people run down in this parade. Jane Kulick, 52, mother of three and three grandkids. She was marching with the Citizens Bank. Leanna Owen, 71, member of the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies. Virginia Sorensen, 79, also a member of the Dancing Grannies and a retired nurse. Tamara Durand, 52, also a member of the Dancing Grannies and a former elementary teacher. Wilhelm Hospital, 81. He was handing water to the Dancing Grannies and was walking with his wife, who was also a member of the Dancing Grannies. Her name was Lola. She was not killed. Jackson Sparks, eight years old died two days later after brain surgery. Him and his brother, Tucker, who was 12, loved baseball. Tucker was injured in this attack. One year later, they had the parade um, this year, and they were remembered with a moment of silence and remarks from Governor Tony Evers, Police, fire chiefs, and the mayor as well. So, you six and 62 injured, this is for you. Moment of silence. Now, I was thinking 63 was injured, but I have in my notes 62, and I'm hoping that that number is right. I don't want to be wrong. But now that this time of year comes back, all these family members of these victims are remembered of this. And it will be very hard for them to enjoy the holidays and remember. And anybody who saw this happen has got to be going through trauma, uh, flashbacks, um it would just be the most horrible thing to see. They held uh, vigils in Milwaukee, and Waukesha and um for these victims and it's just wonderful how the community came together and remembered everybody in this horrible horrible tragedy. It's just one of those horrible tragedies, but I wanted to take this time to remember them. And um Really dedicate this episode to them, as we are thinking about them. So that is episode twenty. I cannot believe I made it to episode twenty. Um, technically, it's twenty one, but because I have two number ones in the um, in my episodes. But um, I want to wish everybody happy, happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating: Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa. Any other events, Festivus, even that, you know, (laughs) Um, and a wonderful, wonderful 2023, because I'm so hoping we all have a wonderful year where none of these tragedies will happen. And that's what I hope for. I do hope for that. No tragedies, none of this. It's just, this is just horrible. Um, Anything like this that happens around the holidays, it just, I think that is the worst, worst time of year for any of this stuff to happen and this was deliberate you know it was a deliberate act for no reason these people were innocent and so innocent that they had no idea what was going to happen that morning when they got up uh to enjoy the Christmas parade and oh it just it just really moves me to tears so um I do want to follow this up with um Merry Christmas again Thank you for all of your support in the podcast community and all of my listeners. Thank you so much. You can follow me on Instagram at Kelly's Coffee Crime Chat. And um, I will leave my email, the Java Mama link, and buy me a coffee link in the show notes. Um, Reviews also help if you're not able to buy me a coffee. Uh, Reviews on Apple are wonderful. Spotify, wherever you get your podcast where you can rate the show or uh, write a review. And um, anybody that does buy me a coffee, I send out some gifts to you in appreciation. So um, I also wanted to talk about this one podcast. If anybody remembers the case of Jonelle Matthews, uh, she disappeared 1984 right before Christmas. Uh, There's a podcast on Wondery called, uh, and you can do a free trial. That's how I'm listening to it. I got my free trial. And it is buried in the snow, and the podcast is called Suspect, and it is the second season. Right now, I think there's seven episodes. I'm not sure if there's going to be more or not. It was advertised in True Crime Couple, which is another favorite podcast of mine. Um, I've been following this story since she was found. I don't remember hearing about it in 1984. She's only a couple years younger than me, and I did not hear about this back in the 80s, but... I heard about it on Crime Junkie the year that she was found. And i that's the year I started listening to podcasts, believe it or not, in 2019. And her body had been found in 2019. So this is a very good story. I've been following it. They, they're still investigating. They have not found the person, the right person yet, but they think they have. Very, very highly, highly recommended to listen to this. It's called Suspect. And you can find her story on other... Um, podcasts also like i said crime junkie has a really really good one um i'm sure there's other ones out there um i think dateline or 48 hours one of them did a story on her so that's a very very important case to me that i've been following and of course i also listened to our friends brutal Bazaar and boozy who just did a drink of a santa hat santa hat drink in a martini glass and man that sounds so good um And uh, Book of the Dead, I still listen to them. Reaper Tales is another one. Um, Gosh, there's so many. Love, Mary Kill, Nosy Bitches. uh, So many that I love and so many that um, have been very, very supportive in the podcast community. So I want to thank everybody for that and all of my listeners. And I want everybody, again, have a wonderful holiday. It's Christmas Eve. Eve, take care. If you're in the middle of this winter storm... Stay safe and stay warm. And next Friday is right before New Year's. So I will be back with another episode. So everybody have a wonderful Christmas and I will see you next time.